The Dental Practice Fixers podcast is brought to you by the Meadow Center for Dental Practice Success. To find out how we can help increase the success of your practice, check out meadow.com or call us at 1-800-258-0060. I'm Dr. Richard Maddow, co-founder of the Maddow Center for Dental Practice Success, and welcome back to the Dental Practice Fixers podcast. We've got some cool stuff for you this week. I'm a really great listener question, and four, count them, four mystery shopper calls. A really, I think a really insightful question. That just is um, a potential new patient calls an office and says they're missing a tooth, and they hear that implants, dental implants, are a great way to replace missing teeth. What would this dental practice recommend? Do they do implants there? I mean, that should be a no-brainer, right? Whether you, whether or not you do implants in your practice, this is a patient you want. So, of course, four out of four people did all the right things to get this patient into their practice, or maybe not so fast. So we're going to find out. Plus, answer a great listener question on today's episode of the Dental Practice Fixers podcast. But first, I want to let you know, if you're a regular listener to the podcast, you know that at the Matto Center, we use Fat Merchant for our credit card processing because Fat Merchant doesn't charge that nasty overage percentage, just a low, flat, monthly fee. So we save thousands of dollars, and so will you when you use Fat Merchant. But to make things even better, when you just find out how they can help you, you will get a $25 Amazon gift card. That's right. Go to mado.com slash gift, M-A-D-O-W.com slash G-I-F-T. Just give them a little information, contact info. You'll have a phone call with the great folks at Fat Merchant to find out if they are a good fit for you and whether or not they are. Just by making that phone call, they're going to send you a $25 Amazon gift card. So start thinking right now about what you can get for $25 on Amazon, but think more so about what you're gonna do with the thousands of dollars you save by switching to Fat Merchant for your credit card processing, just like we did at the Matto Center several years ago, and just like hundreds of dental practices have based on our recommendation, practices all across the US. For our international listeners, I don't think they're yet there yet, but hang on because um, we've always got some good stuff for you, including, uh, stay tuned because in the next few weeks, I hope to be announcing a new dental lab partnership with the Matto Center. And you know that means a dental lab that has fantastic customer service, incredible quality, and most of all, a special guaranteed not to be beat price list just for friends of Matto, as we call you, FOMs, I don't know, whatever you are, because you're listening to our podcast or doing other things with us, you are privy to the special pricing and they won't sacrifice the quality or the customer service to get you there. So stay tuned to this spot. Okay, let's get right down to business um, with our listener question. And by the way, if you wanna send us a question to the Dental Practice Fixers, please do so. We love your questions. Info at matto.com, I-N-F-O at matto.com will get the job done. Okay, here's our question this week. I enjoy your calls, but wanted to ask how, and 
Oh, hold on. I cut off the beginning. Let's start from the beginning because it was such a nice greeting. So we'll start from the beginning. Hi, Dr. Rich and Dr. Dave. I've been listening to you guys since the Richards Report. Wow, that was a long time ago. And have loved your interviews and TBSE. Glad to hear that you're podcasting. I enjoy your calls, but wanted to ask how and when you ask for their information when they call our office. I'm a bit turned off when places I call ask for my contact info in case we get cut off. I'm making air quotes there. You know, that is kind of annoying. Whenever you call customer service, they say, and can I have your phone number in case we get cut off? Well, they have you. It sounds fake. I totally agree. You have my number from caller ID, so just get my name. And how do you feel is the best way to push for them to come in without sounding desperate? I like the, we'd love to see you in our practice with tomorrow or Thursday work, but what rebuttal do you recommend if they say, no, I'll call you? And that's from Alvaro Fernandez Carroll, DDS, in the Miami area. So glad to hear from you, Dr. Fernandez Carroll. Um, I love the Miami area. I did my residency at Mount Sinai Medical Center in Miami Beach and just had a fantastic year. They couldn't believe that I wanted to move back to my hometown of Baltimore, Maryland. But hey, I did. I love Baltimore as well, but Miami is a great place. I try to visit as often as I can. Um, both of the Maddo kids live in Florida in different cities, but what just one more reason to get down there as frequently as I can. And Floridians, if you're listening, I'll be speaking at the Florida Dental Association uh, this year towards the end of June, I think June 24th, 2021. So wow, that's a lot of Florida news for now, but mainly brought up because of this great question by Dr. Fernandez Carroll from Miami Beach. So a bunch of different parts to that question. So let's let's get to them all. Um, you said you're a bit turned off when places ask for your contact info in case we get cut off because you have their number anyway. I totally agree. I think the in case we get cut off thing just reeks of BS. Um, I'll tell you what I like to do. And, and all of this has to be done at the appropriate time in the call. I think that's one of the reasons that the in case we get cut off thing can sound fake or insincere because people do it right off the bat. Um, and I think it's really necessary to establish rapport before mentioning anything about their phone number. So I would highly recommend, and as you know, if you're a regular listener to the podcast, I talk about this all the time, establishing the rapport first. Oh, I'm so glad you called, or you're new to the area. You know, what brings you here? Blah, 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 blah. You called the right office. Dr. Fernandez Carroll is so great. He's so gentle, yet, you know, very experienced and high tech, whatever. You, you, you know the drill here. So establish rapport first. And that could take a few minutes. And if it does, it's fine. Then after you establish the rapport, I would just say something like, I see you are calling from 301-764-2274. Like everybody knows you got caller ID. If you don't, well, get it. So this is not a surprise like maybe it was in the old days. So I would just say, I see you're calling from 301-764-2274. Is that the best number for me to reach you? And then they'll say, yes, it is. Or they'll say, no, it's not. They say, okay, well, can you please provide me with the best number? Great, is that cell, home, office? Um, Okay, now you've got their phone number in a very non-intrusive, very pleasant way, mainly because you've already established rapport, but you've just been very matter-of-fact about it. No BS excuse, like in case we get cut off. And then I think it's great to get their name too. And I would say at this point, as I said earlier, my name is Rich. What is your name, please? Again, you're, you're being gentle. You're, you're introducing yourself first. Now, you already answered the phone using your name, but now it knows 30 seconds, a minute, two minutes has elapsed. So I think it's, it's really good and a very gentle way to ease into it too. 
after you do the phone number thing, reintroduce yourself. As I said earlier, my name is Rich, and whom do I have the pleasure of speaking with? You know, whatever it is, just that's a great time to get their name. Okay, so now we've established rapport. We've got their phone number. We know if it's cell, work, home. And I would always get the cell number. If they give you another number, say, okay, great. And may I please have your cell number as well. So always get the cell number. Um, now we've got their phone number. We know what, what kind of line it is. We've reintroduced ourselves. We have their name. And now maybe there'll be a little bit more rapport and chit chat. And then Dr. Alvarez, you said it's time to go in for the kill. And you're going to say, we'd love to see you in our practice with tomorrow or Thursday work. Now, what do you do if they say, no, I'll call you? Well, that's a great question. First of all, if they say tomorrow or Thursday won't work, then instead of you know just jumping right to the assumption that they don't want to appoint or that they're going to call you back, I would say, okay, no problem. What days and times work for you? So now we're getting some, you know, look, maybe we're interfering with their work schedule, their carpool, their yoga, who knows what the heck. So now we're getting some days and times that work well for them. So that's the strategy I would go to immediately. If you offer two good times and they say, no, neither of those work, say, okay, no problem. What days and times seem to be best for you? Now they might say, um, Wednesday afternoons are great. That's when I'm off from work. And then you can, oh, fantastic. We've got uh, next Wednesday, 11th at 2.30 p.m., blah, blah, blah. That's ideal. Now, again, after a little bit of back and forth, they may still say, I'm not ready to appoint. I'll call you. Okay, so now what we can do now is just say, you know, look, here's the thing. You don't want to badger people. You know, I, I think it's good to be a little bit aggressive about getting people in the schedule, but you don't want to badger them either. Now, if somebody says something like, I need to check my work schedule, or I need to check my carpool schedule, I need to check with my significant other, whatever, that's when I like to make the mini appointment, which is, okay, no problem. Go please check your work schedule. I'll tell you what, right now it is um, Monday at 2.10 p.m. Would next Monday, Monday at the same time work well for you? And they'll say yes, hopefully. They'll say, okay, may I reach you at your cell number? Let me just confirm, blah, blah, blah. So you've made what I call the mini appointment. Now, this is if they give an excuse for not being able to appoint. I've got to check my work schedule, check with my significant other, blah, 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 whatever. But that doesn't always happen either. Uh, so now if they say, look, I, I just am not ready to appoint, I'll call you. Well, it's not an ideal ending. You know chances are they're not going to call you. So I would just go for one more thing at that point, and that is to say something like, um, okay, no problem. Since sometimes it can be tough to work appointments into your schedule, may I put you on our change of schedule list? That means that I'll, I've got your name. I've got the best number to reach you. If by some chance we come into the office in the morning and we have an opening due to a change of schedule, may I call you to see if you're available then? And hopefully they'll get permission. You can put them on their on your change of schedule list. So that's a bunch of different options. Now, you're never going to be 100% successful. But from listening to our mystery shopper calls, typically, I'm not saying that's the way they're going to be this week, but typically, we never even get close to that far. So this has like been a whole flow chart you know, as about how to get their phone number, how to get their name, offer two good appointments, what to do if they can't take it. You can either do the mini appointment, you can put them on their change of schedule list, but at the very least, you've got their name and their phone number. So this is um, multiple strategies. It will work with just about every single potential new patient that calls your practice. Then again, some people are just wasting your time and you don't want to go too far with them. Um, so do what you can do, do the best that you can do. And if they're still resistant, well, Maybe the stars just weren't lining up for that particular patient. Maybe they didn't like your office or what you had to say for some reason. You can't please everyone, but you certainly can do your best at all times to give this patient the best opportunity they possibly can to a point.
and this is going to sound kind of extreme, but this is something I learned when, um, when Dave and I were studying direct mail marketing way back when, and it applies to this too. If you are the person at the front desk answering the phone and a potential new patient calls, remember your job, the bottom line is your job is to get that patient off the phone and into the appointment book. So now we're doing everything we can to make that happen. So pretend that if that doesn't happen, you're going to get fired. You're not, I promise, unless, well, whatever, we're not going to go there, but you're not, just pretend that if you don't get this patient into the appointment book, you're going to get fired and use all your skill and all your charm and all your talents and everything you've learned here at the Dental Practice Fixers podcast and elsewhere to get that patient off the phone and into the appointment book. Okay, speaking of getting patients off the phone and into the appointment book, let's do some mystery shopper calls. We got Four, count them, four calls for you today. And as, as I said earlier, this is a setup. I don't know how anybody could go wrong with this. I'm going to call four offices and say, I'm missing a tooth. I've heard implants are a good way to go. Can you tell me more? Now, this is what we call a silver platter. A silver platter patient. They're calling you. Remember, it's not like you're cold calling here. They called you and they want a high-end procedure, and you want to do this procedure for them. So this should be a breeze to get them into your appointment book, right? Let's find out. Okay, I'm going over here to Command Central, as I'd like to say, and let's line up our first call. Hit it. This is Kaylin. How could I help you? I have a question for you. I'm missing a tooth, and I've heard that dental implants are a good way to replace a missing tooth. Do you do implants there? We do. Um, we have a periodontist, Dr. He does do implants. Um, we would just need a referral from your um, general dentist. I see. Okay. And right. But are you a general dentist as well? Uh, yes, we do have okay. general dentistry. Got it. Are there other ways to replace a missing tooth or just an implant? Um, it depends on what your dentist recommends. I know people typically go the implant route, but um, it would all just depend. I got it. Okay. Hey, thanks for the information. Very, very helpful. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye-bye. 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 I'll never, ever, ever see you again. Click. Wow. Bad call. First of all, I know sometimes these calls get cut off at the beginning or we we don't play the beginning due to privacy if the office were calling. But uh, when I made this call, nobody picked up. It went immediately to this bad recording before they came when I thought that was a big turnoff. Okay. Then, you know, I asked about the implants and she says, well, we do. We have a periodontist, Dr. So-and-so that comes in and does the implants. I don't know why she just didn't say yes. I mean, the periodontist is a part of that office, right? So yes, they do implants. I didn't need the whole song and dance feeling like some special periodontist. I mean, most people don't even know what that means. I think it sounds a little scary. Do you do implants? Yes, we do. I mean, be positive. Yes, we do. Not make some excuse. And then I thought this was really weird. This was a just to be clear here, this was a general practitioner's office. I'm calling there seemingly as a new patient trying to find out about replacing this missing tooth. And she said, you need a referral from the GP, from your GP. Why didn't she just say, this is, here's what we can do. Come in and you can see Dr. So-and-so and, and he or she can determine if that's the best route for you to go. And then we can take it from there. Just something simple like that. A referral from the GP, well, I'd be going to my GP and they would be giving me a referral for 
a place to get an implant done if they don't do them in their practice. So that made no sense at all to me. And then, of course, she made no attempt, and I mean zero attempt, to get me off the phone and into the appointment book. Okay, I'll have another. Let's do another off the same question. Dental, this is Shirley. How may I help you? Hi, Shirley. Um, I'm missing a tooth, and I, I've been told that a dental implant's a good way to replace a missing tooth. Do you do dental implants? Yes, we do. Mm -hmm. Good. And are there other ways to replace a missing tooth, too, or is a dental implant the way to do it? Um, in a, we can do implants, or we can do um, partial um, tooth replacement. A partial tooth replacement? Um, it, uh, or do a partial with the tooth there. It would all depend what the dentist um, thinks of the tooth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's missing. It's not there anymore. So, I, I, yeah, it's gone. Right. Yeah. Uh -huh. Okay, good, good. Well, well, thank you so much. Thanks for your time. You're welcome. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I like how she kind of chuckled there at the end. You're welcome. <laughs> Bye, like you idiot. Well, I'm not the idiot. Geez, come on. I called your office wanting an implant and you didn't get me in. Um, she did a few things that were really weird there. But I, I, you know, I asked about doing implants. Do you do implants there? And she said, yes, we do. I mean, you, come on. Let's have a little enthusiasm here. Implants are fantastic procedures. You know, I'm missing a tooth and I heard dental implants are a way to replace it. Do you do that there? Yes, we do. And you're so right. Implants are a fantastic way to replace missing teeth. They look great. They feel great. It will feel just like you had your old healthy tooth back. I mean, come on, let's show a little enthusiasm for this great, great dental treatment that we do. I mean, implants are fantastic. You're missing a tooth that you can go get a titanium root stuck in there and a tooth put on top of it and it looks good and it feels good and you can chew and smile. Let's have a little enthusiasm there. Then she went way off base saying like a partial tooth. And said, I don't know, she didn't really know what she was talking about. Then she, she did this little slip up. I don't know if you noticed that. She said, um, well, that depends what the doctor, Dennis, Dennis, I, almost like, well, he's not really a doctor. I thought that was a little weird. And then, of course, no attempt whatsoever to get this patient in who needs a multi-thousand dollar piece of treatment done. No attempt whatsoever. Okay. This can't possibly happen on call number three, can it? Let's find out. Dental, this is Tommy. How can I help you? Hey, I have a question for you. Um, I'm, I'm missing a tooth towards the back, and I, I've heard that dental implants are a good way to replace a missing tooth. Do you do those? Um, we do have a, a, a periodontist who does all the implant work here, yes. Mm -hmm. Good. Okay, so the periodontist does the implant, and then what happens after that usually? Well, typically, you're going to want to um, establish yourself with a, a general dentist mm -hmm. so that they can, they're the ones that would actually go ahead and put the crown on after the implant's done. Typically, implants take anywhere from six to nine months from completion, and the cost ranges anywhere from four to $7,000. Oh, that's for one tooth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got it. So six to nine months, four to seven thousand. And that's that's all in. Nothing after that. You won't, I won't no, need any any more expenditure after that. No. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. Got it. Interesting. So typically, I would establish myself. Do you have a dentist who you see? I do. It's been um, you know a year and a half maybe since I've been in there. Two years, something like that. Uh huh. So what you need is you do need to see get a referral to see Doctor. Um, 
their implant fee, their implant consult is at no charge. You just would need to get your dentist to write a referral for you. I see, I see. But you have a regular general dentist in your office as well, it sounds like. Correct. And that's mm -hmm. who would do the, the, um, the crown? Yeah, the he implant. could do the crown, correct. Right. Okay. Got well. Okay. Very complicated, but I appreciate your thorough explanation. Thanks well, thank so much. you, Don. You have a great sure. day. Uh, you too. Bye. Bye. <laughs> what? Do you hear me? I just said, thank you, Don. I never said my name was Don. Where the hell did she get that? That was really weird. But I'll tell you, making up names, I think, were the least of her problems. Um, you know, I don't know what this whole song and dance with the periodontist doing the implants is. If you have a periodontist that comes to your office, say, one day per week, that does implants, then yes, you do implants in your office. I called and said, do you do implants? Yes, we do. Not like we've got a periodontist that works here. What, what does that mean? That just sounds weird. Yes, you do implants in your office. I'm not asking for the specifics. I don't need to know what, what the status is if he's on a 35% commission and has to pay for half the implant. I don't, I mean, how much detail are you gonna go into here? Do you do implants in your office? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. And then she goes into the whole referral song and dance, which again, I don't understand. I'm calling this office out of the blue. They're a general practitioner office. We do implants. Why don't you come in and meet the doctor? And then she goes into what I certainly considered some negatives. It takes six to nine months. It's four to seven grand for this implant. Why does she even have to go there? I mean, the examination hasn't even been done yet. Yes, we do implants. Friendly chat, friendly chat, friendly chat. Let's have you come on in to meet the doctor. Is Tuesday at three or Wednesday at 11 a.m. best for you? So easy. What happened here? I don't know. Way off the rails. Way off the rails. Okay, since we're having so much fun, let's just do one more. Or as we would say at my residency in Miami, Peach, uno mas por favor. Dentistry, this is Vanessa. How may I help you? Uh, yeah, I'm missing a tooth. And I heard that, that implants, dental implants, are okay to replace a missing tooth. Do you do those in your office? We do. Um, you would have to have an exam by the doctor and have some x-rays taken and the doctor will put together a treatment plan and then go from there. And then I could give you the dollar amount. And oh, I see. Treatment would be required, yeah. But you okay. would need the exam with the dentist first. Uh, and are there other ways to replace a missing tooth other than an implant? Um, nope, that would be it. Or, I mean, they could put like a flipper in there. Would it just be like one tooth? It's only one tooth that I'm missing. Yeah. Yeah, it would be a flipper. So, I mean, it would just be the one tooth and then it snaps into your other two teeth. Oh, a flipper. That's a good name. Yeah. Flipper. Yeah. They call but yeah, this flipper. is something you could definitely, you know, speak with our dentist about. Are you interested in scheduling an appointment? Um, I'll tell you what, let me get back with you on that. I might be interested. So I, I really appreciate the oh. information. Oh, you're welcome. Have a great day. Good. Thank you. Bye. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Okay. Kind of the same here. I don't need to go into detail. I love that she mentioned a flipper. It's kind of an old, weird term. I mean, this person has no idea what that means. Anyway, you get the idea. Four calls. A patient with a missing tooth wants to come in and boy, did they get the runaround. Well, you need a referral from your GP, but this is the GP office. Well, we kind of do them here. We've got a periodontist that works here. I don't need to know all that stuff. That's going to be six to nine months and $50 billion. I mean, come on. Be enthusiastic about the implant. Welcome the patient to your practice. Make the appointment. I just don't know why people can't get this right. But then again, one day, I'm not going to be able to make any bad mystery shopper calls because everybody will be doing this right. That's our goal here. 
at the Dental Practice Fixer. So thanks so much for listening today. I'm Dr. Richard Maddow, co-founder of the Maddow Center for Dental Practice Success and your host on the Dental Practice Fixers. If you want to communicate with me personally, please do so. Send me an email, rich, R-I-C-H, at maddow.com. And don't forget to go to maddow.com slash gift to get your $25 Amazon gift card just for finding out how fat merch can save money in your practice. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for watching if you're on our YouTube channel. And I will talk to you soon.